Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, February 28th, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change saying goodbye to February and hello to the Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports, Steve Wiltfong. Steve, how are you this fine morning? Good morning, Daniel. Doing well? Doing well, man. Just uh, another week down, Getting get, camp season ramping up. I was in Orlando this past weekend for the opening regional and uh, making my rounds, learning about this 2020 class. It's an impressive group. We know Ohio State is off to a great start. The gem of the class so far being Paris Johnson Jr., the number one tackle in the United States out of the Queen City. Today we are going to start with another name we hope that we will put next to Paris Johnson in the committed category, and Ohio State hopes as well. His name, Turner Corcoran, the number three offensive tackle in the United States from Lawrence Free State in Lawrence, Kansas. This is a name we are starting with because it is one Ohio State holds in high regard. Give people an understanding of how good Turner Corcoran is and how high he ranks on Ohio State's board right now. Well, Turner's, uh, we just updated the 24-7 Sports 2020 recruiting rankings, and Turner now checks in at number 31 overall nationally, as you said, number three at his position, and we have 32 five-stars every cycle, so we have him in the five-star range. We think he's that good. He's a coveted recruit for Ryan Day and his staff. Uh, you mentioned Paris Johnson. Luke Whipler is committed as well, maybe the best off, pure offensive lineman in this class, ranks as the nation's number one center. Jacob James committed um, from in-state as well. They'd love to add Turner to that mix battling uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers who have gotten him and his family on campus a bunch, and the Oklahoma Sooners where Turner was at this past weekend. Those are three schools that I think are in the thick of it for Turner. There may be more, but those are three that I know for sure are in a good spot. He was in Norman this past weekend, had another really good visit with Lincoln Riley and company. He's expected at another Nebraska spring practice, but it is big for Ohio State to get him in for the spring game. I imagine that he'll get a chance to really – get a sense for how he fits in with the people within Ohio State's program and the, the guys already committed to Ohio State's class. I would expect there'll be a big turnout on the recruiting trail. Everyone's always in a good mood at the spring game for the most part, so players will be in a good mood. Uh, there'll be a lot of parents for uh, Turner's parents' uh, family to interact with uh, when they come visit. So that, that, that'll be a, uh, what Ryan Day and company are hoping is a very much move-the-needle type visit. Yeah, I was remiss in not mentioning Luke Whipler, who is the number one rated center in the country. I mean, this is stating the obvious here, but a quartet of James, Turner, Whipler, and Johnson would definitely give them the best of offensive line hall in the United States. Would you agree? I would think that would sew it up pretty early. So let's hope that happens. Turner Corcoran, people, you're going to want to bookmark that 24-7 profile. The Buckeyes are heavily, heavily into him. The idea of adding him and Mr. Johnson to the class, along with those other dudes, is just pretty awesome, especially given how they've had to dip into the transfer market recently to bolster the offensive line and, and still aren't done there. Here's a guy that we're going to talk a lot about, and here's a guy that has one of the best names for a safety I've ever heard, Lathan Ransom. I want them to sign him just so I can make the headlines. Give us an idea of where he's at. There seems to be, and this is right in your wheelhouse, somewhat of a Notre Dame, Ohio State tussle here. Who else is in the mix? 
What do you think of him as a prospect? And then we've got another interesting kind of recruiting anecdotal story to go along with it when you're done. So pick it up. Well, I wouldn't sleep on Stanford. Alabama just offered. Here's a young man that he played on the best seven-on-seven team in the country last year, a team of of uh, uh, he was the only prospect, and he wasn't a prospect yet. They are just a well-oiled machine. Uh, he's really developed physically um, in the last year as well, um, added some more length. Um, but he, he, he not only checks all the boxes physically, um, but he's a high IQ, um, smart football player. And uh, Ohio, Ohio State won a couple recruiting battles like this last year out of the state of Georgia in Harry Miller and Steel Chambers. It's a similar type deal here, just this is a young man that's out west. Uh, Lathan Ransom's a perfect fit for um, those high academic schools, um, but Ohio State went and landed, you know, Steel Chambers and, and Harry Miller uh, last cycle and, and uh, certainly are in the thick of it for Lathan Ransom this cycle. Lathan kind of had an interesting social media experience recently in that he went on and, and, and did a standard, what's become standard now for kids to put up himself in the gear and say, you know, which team you should pick. And a coach from another Big Ten school that's possibly located in Evanston, Illinois, I would say kind of took a shot at him and said that uh, kids who do that are doing it for the wrong reasons. I got the impression it was a little sour grapes. Well, I just get, I don't know if it's sour grapes because Northwestern doesn't have a shot at the kid. And I don't even know if he was specifically talking about Lathan. Look, these, these, these young men have social media followings and a lot of their followings are the diehard college football fans that would love to see these kids at their school look. Ohio State, how many people fit inside the shoe? How many uh, people fit in the shoe? Hundred and X thousand. Hundred and X thousand. They say hundred and seven thousand right. you. Right. So Nicholas Petit Freer, number one offensive tackle in the country, signs with Ohio State. I would venture to say for his first game last year, fifteen thousand people in there knew who he was. But that those are the type of people that are on to the diehard. And they they get fired up when they see those pictures on Twitter, and it's exciting. And, and the recruits love it, too. They're going through the process the first time, and they're enjoying their experience, and they're sharing, they're sharing their experience on Twitter. Maybe they're cataloging their experience. Maybe this is their photo album. Who knows how they're, they're using it. Um, but, but people are following them and, and liking the photos and saying, be a Buckeye, go play for Notre Dame or whoever he posted pictures of. Uh, recently, and, and, and they all do it, and it's just they're, they're kids. And my my big takeaway from that is we're not supposed to be able to relate to it. We're in our mid-30s. We're dads. We're, we're, we're older, whatever. We're, if you work in recruiting, you cannot have a get-off-my-lawn approach about anything young men are doing. That's all I'm saying. Like, they, they, and, and also because they've only gone through it once. I've covered thousands and thousands of recruitments. Um, I have to remind myself every time this is the young man and their family's first time going through it. They don't know. They're just they're working through the waters for the first time, and by the time they get it all figured out, they're signed. So, um, it, it, you know, people just go through the process differently. And if I'm working at a co- if I'm working at a school, I'm not taking shots at young men for for having a good time. Uh, doing harmless stuff like posting pictures. 
out out there, especially. I mean, Lathan Ransom. Again, I don't know if it was directed towards him or or whatnot, but I mean, Lathan Ransom could get into any school in the country. I mean, he's got his he's got his stuff together, and uh, um, so I, I just no get off my lawn in recruiting personality. I don't think that works. It's so funny that you use the term get off my lawn because as you're talking, sometimes I write down notes of what I'm going to say next, and all I have down here is get off my lawn. I don't think the guy who wrote that is particularly old, by the way. And I would wonder if he has any adult children or kids who have even been teenagers because you're not unbiased when it's your kid or, or your kid puts something up there. Let them enjoy the experience, man. As long as they're not being obnoxious or putting other people down, this is a case of we just don't get what it's like to grow up with social media. I know you said it's not sour grapes, but I get the impression that if you're at Northwestern and you're on the precipice of getting all these elite guys and they tend to go elsewhere, I just think that builds up some angst. There was nothing productive for the guy to do that. Like, there's no- nothing good can come of it. And I and that's where you – I love Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David. And there's times where Larry David is right, but you're still wrong because everyone else thinks right. you're wrong. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So let's just say he even had a point. This ain't the time to make the point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or you don't speak. You can't speak that into existence. You're not going to speak prospects into not. Like, what do you want them all to be? Robots and just to pick this. They're all. They're, they're making football decisions too now. They're football players. Yes, they're. The, the fall the fallback plan is education for ninety nine point five percent of these guys going to play for power five schools. They all want to make it to the NFL. And if I'm at, even if I'm at the academic institutions, I don't want a kid unless he wants to make it to the NFL because I still don't get to keep my job if I don't win enough games. But they don't care that I'm at Stanford and I'm graduating a hundred percent of my kids and they're all going on to six figure jobs right out of college. That doesn't get me to keep my job i want guys that want to go get six and seven figure jobs in the nfl right out of right out of college and if they don't then they can fall back on this great degree and so um the the football decision the the sometimes is often forgotten too is that these guys are making football decisions and and they should Uh, that doesn't mean that they should sleep on the fact that it's hard as hell to make it to the nfl and that they should also look at programs that that give you an opportunity to be your best self away from the field and and give you the support needed to to be a student athlete but also put yourself in position to um, be successful after you graduate and and, uh, build relationships and build a network and you know obviously ohio state has their real world wednesday program and 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 they have things in place and and uh but everybody that comes into ohio state's program they want to go to the league and they want to win a national championship and that's the same attitude with the young men going to notre dame it's highly speculative but my guess is lathan ransom given his academic prowess with someone northwestern had on their board and now realize they're not going to get him ladies and gentlemen you got a chance to see a little bit of the other side of recruiting there Write these names in ink, Lathan Ransom, Turner Corcoran. They're going to be talked about often here and often with Steve Wolfong. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, guys. See you on the front row.